And good morning, friends. Thank you so much for joining us on this beautiful morning. My name is Pastor Gerald, and you are listening to Grace Waves, brought to you by Greater Grace Church, South Africa. Oh, friends, you know, so many times when we think about and we read the Old Testament, we only think about it as the time of the law. <laughs> we think of it as a time when God only worked with His people through the law and sacrifices and wars and all these kinds of things. But very seldom we realize that even in the Old Testament we can find the finished work. But we have to remember that God never changes. God did not change between the Old and the New Testament. The same God we read about in the Old Testament who gave Moses the Ten Commandments is the same God who died for us on the cross. And all the way from the Garden of Eden, the work was finished in God's plan and in God's mind. And let us think about some examples in the Old Testament just to see how much we can think of that is examples of the finished work in the Old Testament. And we start off in Genesis with Adam and Eve. And when Adam and Eve sinned, what did God do? And God made them garments of skin of animals and covered them. And we find this in Genesis 3 verse 21. Thus blood was shed and they were covered by the sacrifice and by God's provision. They did not do it themselves. God did it. Think of Noah and the ark. The ark was a picture of salvation, a picture of Jesus Christ for only those who are in Christ will be saved from God's judgment of the world. Think of Abraham. When God made a covenant with Abraham, Abraham was asleep. God put him asleep and God made the promise to Abraham and fulfilled the promise without Abraham's work or input. And when God told Abraham to offer up Isaac his son on the hill, and this is such a beautiful portion of scripture. I just want to read it to you in Genesis 22 verse 5 to 8. It says, Then Abraham said to the young men, Stay here with the donkey. I and the boy will go over there and worship and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of burnt offering and laid it on Isaac his son. And he took his left, his ha in his hand the fire and the knife. And so they went both of them together. And Isaac said to his father, Abraham, My father? And he said, Here I am, my son. He said, Behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham said unto him, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. And so they went both of them together. And then just before Abraham killed Isaac, God stopped Abraham and gave him a ram to sacrifice instead. What a beautiful picture of the Old Testament and those were that God will provide for himself a burnt a lamb for the burnt offering. And we think of someone like Joseph, the savior of his people who was sold by his own brothers and then ended up saving the world from famine. And when, we, when he saw his brothers again, he said unto them, You meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. And that is a picture of Jesus who was sold by his own people 
and literally by his own disciple. Then we come to Exodus and Leviticus and the giving of the law and the sacrificial system. And all these things point onto Jesus. All the sacrifices were a picture of the cross, a covering of their sins. When God saw the blood, He passed over their sins. And when He saw the blood, He saw the finished work, and therefore He bared with them. Then we go to Ruth and Boaz, Boaz who was her Redeemer, again the finished work. We think of the life of David, who lived in the Old Testament, but behaved like he lived in the New Testament, because he understood the heart and the mind of God. David understood the finished work, and we read this in the in the first Samuel and second Samuel, and we see this in the Psalms, just the behavior of David and the kind of relationship he had with God. And then we go to Chronicles, the book about the temple and worship. And all of the temple points again to the cross, the holy, uh, the most holy of holies, the seat of judgment, which becomes a seat of mercy once the blood is applied. The veil, which we know later was torn when Jesus died. The high priest, and Jesus is our high priest. The bread, and Jesus is the bread of life. And the lamps and everything points to Jesus. It all points to the finished work. And then comes the Psalms and the prophets. God spoke very clearly through his prophets about the coming of the Messiah, the Christ, the Savior. And all the prophets point towards the cross. They all prophesy and speak about the coming of the Messiah, preparing the people. The Old Testament points forward to the cross. And the New Testament points backwards to the cross. And we can go on and on and on the whole day, friends, speaking about example after example, picture after picture, type and antitype. And all these things point in the Old Testament to the cross because from the very beginning, that was God's plan, the finished work even before the foundation of the world were laid. Hebrews 4 verse 3 says, For we which believed do enter into rest. And he said, As I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into, they sh- if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. And in 1 Peter 1 verse 18 to 20, it says, Knowing that you who were ransomed from the futile ways inherited from your forefathers, not with perishable things such as silver and gold, but with precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without blemish or spot. He was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in the last times for the sake of you. The finished work has always been there. God promised it from the very beginning in the Garden of Eden. And God kept His promise. God made bare His own arm. And He Himself brought salvation to the world. For when God looked into the world, He saw that there was no one else worthy. No one else could sacrifice themselves and their blood would be worthy enough to pay for our sins. 
And therefore God himself came and he brought salvation to us and he finished the work. And what a privilege we have, friends, to live in a time where we can look back and see the full work of the cross. And we have a privilege to live in a time where the work is completely finished and we can fully experience and live in the finished work. We can experience God's grace and His mercy and His love and His forgiveness like no one else could. And now we also point back to the cross and we cry out with our mouths and with our lives, It is finished. It is finished. Thank you so much for listening today, friends. May God bless you and may we continue to learn how to walk and live in the finished work. Have a wonderful day.